Uh, so welcome to episode three of Sam and Ross Like Things. Hello, I'm Ross and I like things. I'm Sam and I also like things. The show where uh, Ross and I each pick a thing that the other person likes and uh, asks the person to talk about that thing without hedging or agenda, just talking about how we like stuff. And I think you can't, you can't counter unlike a thing. You can't like a thing because you dislike another thing. Is that true? That, that's a new corollary I've been thinking about this yeah. week. Maybe we can explore it later. Who went, who went first last time? Uh, I believe I went first last time. Okay. Oh, I had, I had a tiny bit of follow-up about last week. Okay. Where are two weeks ago? Fortnite passed. So your thing last time, episode two, was Jesus Christ Superstar, which I learned is an opera, uh, rock opera. Correct. And so I listened to it, um, and it is really good. And I enjoyed my time. I think it improved my productivity. So that's good. It was good work music. And I liked, uh, we talked a little, I think my favorite tune was um, the In the Temple. Is that the name of that song? I think so, yeah. I really enjoyed that. And there's some like good, like creepy Judas, not creepy, like uh, anguished Judas themes. Judas is, Judas is full of the anguish. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's, my, that's my personal follow-up for last week. Oh, great. Yeah. I did not watch any Tom Cruise movies. Well, you've probably seen them all anyway. Right? <laughs> everyone goes out and sees everyone when they hit the theater, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, Ross, this week. This week. I'd like you to tell me about Zurich shoes. Zurich shoes are, I think, my favorite shoes. My favorite shoes used to be Sambas, classic Adidas Sambas, right? It's everyone's favorite shoe, I think. But Those are soccer shoes? Yeah, but, you know, they, they're like, they cross boundaries where if you don't play soccer, it's fine because general purpose shoe as well okay so these zurich shoes i think um my friend's ex-husband might have recommended them to me i I was looking for a shoe that was slightly dressy not dressy but like i could wear to a meeting with some men and women about town sure and not feel like i was underdressed on my feet sure um other stipulations were i wanted a very thin sole i don't like when shoes have like a real thick sole that looks like a piece of cheesecake like you're walking on a piece of cheesecake you familiar no but tell me more about that you know like if you bought a pair of like running shoes you'd have like a big cheesecake sole that you can like squish around upon oh the big it's thick and squishy yeah and that's not just like a piece of cheesecake right sure. and so i don't i wasn't looking for that. i was very thin and i was looking for uh something not sneaker-esque like as as far away from sneaker that as i could get while also still being comfortable and being able to wear without socks. So it was like a lot of... (laughs) (laughs) Those are lots of criteria. Yeah, tons of constraints. And so I found Zurich, and they're amazing. They fit all the constraints. They're kind of like, if you want to imagine, like a boat shoe a little bit. Like Like a a Tom's? Like a Tom's, yeah. They're like Tom's. Um, I like these... Well, I don't know if we. I don't know if I want to talk about how what they're better than Tom's, but they they have... Tell me why you like these. Yeah, I I like these because they're canvas, which Tom's are too, but like these are like single piece of canvas... All the way around, it, um, unlike Tom's, you know how Tom's has like fold over bit uh-huh. where it's like a fold situation. Um, it's not like that. And then they have this like real thin rubber sole that's consistent in height across the, sh- the bottom of the shoe, which is also important. I didn't want like a wedge shape. I'm speaking this out loud. I realized that <laughs> <laughs> I might have had unrealistic constraints for these shoes, but I found them, so it's great. Are you wearing them right now? I'm wearing them right now. Yeah, you can see them. See here they are. Oh, they're actually two pieces of canvas, but they're not folded over in that weird way. Um, they have a bright purple sole, which I also like, because um, 
I don't know if you know this, but like men don't have a whole lot of ways to accessorize their clothing. So like when you can do something where you have like a very neutral shoe, that's like the ones I'm wearing right now are olive green. So it's like super neutral, olive green, but the sole is bright purple. So it's like a nice little thing where it's like, Hey, maybe you did think about like what you put on today. So that's, I like the way they look. I like the way they feel. They also are super cheap. Like you can get them if you go on the website now, there's a sale section. And if you wait long enough and are persistent enough, you can get sale plus free shipping and get a new pair of shoes shipped to your door for like $25. Wow, that is cheap. Yeah, it's uh, awesome. You can use coupon code. <laughs> yeah. Salt. Salt. <laughs> for free shipping at checkout, which isn't actually true, but we would love to have them as a sponsor. Yeah, wouldn't that be great? Um, so so yeah. you wear, do you wear them with anything up to but not including a suit? I have worn them with a suit. The suit was seersucker, so I felt more okay about that. Um, I don't know if it was super acceptable, but yeah, they work with dress pants. They work with jeans. They work with shorts. I don't wear shorts, but if you do, they work with shorts. Um, and I don't ever wear socks, which is great. Like as soon as we can get to summer, I can take socks off, like thumbs up. Um, and they, unlike like a, like a Tom's would last me like a season and then I have to get new Tom's cause I'd wear through them. And I've probably done, you know, my oldest ones are t- two years old. So they last, which is another bonus. Neat. Um, I had another question. Where did it go? So uh, I know you are a man about town. You walk places. You uh, have a motorized uh, scooter device and a non-motorized bicycle device. Mm -hmm. Uh, Are are these shoes that serve all those purposes? Yeah. uh, For commuting? For commuting, yeah. Like, you know, I was really concerned about thin sole was like a thing. And so that negatively impacts walking if you had to walk 12 miles your feet would probably hurt and sometimes like after a long day my feet do hurt a little bit if i've done a lot of walking but like day to day good fine on a bicycle thumbs up let's talk a little bit about um are they do they meet your ventilation requirements this is a great point sam i'm glad you brought this up i think that anytime you wear a shoe without socks you're gonna enter into like swamp foot territory and it's just a reality of life, you know? And so they do have two small ventilation holes, which are probably insufficient for really moving any sort of volume of air and ventilating your foot in a real, in like a real way. But I think that, you know, that's just what you get with a, with a, a slip-on shoe that has, that you're not wearing socks with. So they can get as low as $25. How long did you said they? At least two years. At least two years. Yeah. And, and that includes um, ventilation related disposal. You know, that's, that's like personal, like maybe some people are, are slightly more intense in their foot. I just mean for you personally, oh, that it personal, meets yeah, that requirement. So. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Of, uh, having smelly feet. Yeah. And no one, no one has complained yet to my face. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I might have to buy some of those shoes. Do it. They sound super comfortable. Zurich was Z-U-R-I-I-C-K. The so extra I is for savings. It is. You should, that's a free one for them. <laughs> yeah, that's a free one. They can use that. So there we go. Okay. Is done? Is that good? Any other questions? I got, I'm, I'm good. So they come in a variety of colors. Oh, Sam. Sam, it's a rainbow out there. It's a rainbow. It's a beautiful rainbow. Um, and the weird colors are often on sale. So like, if you're looking for something weird, get it on sale. Um, all right. For this week, for you, Sam. Yes. I have picked something. I, the things I'm picking are things that I have no experience with that I'm excited to hear about. Excellent. I have no experience with this, and I don't understand it at all. The New York Times crossword puzzle. 
Oh, the New York Times crossword puzzle. I do it every day. Did I? Is that what it's called? Is that the right like nomenclature for it? The New York Times crossword puzzle. I don't, all capital letters. I don't think it's all caps, but okay. Title I, that, case. That's <laughs> yeah, title <laughs> case. I don't know if it has a, an official name, but that's certainly what it is called, or the NYT crossword. Okay, that's the advanced. Right, and in terms of it being, there are. Oh, you're entering a whole world of there. There are crossword puzzle nerds, like there are nerds about anything. Yeah, uh, you might have watched the uh, Will Shorts movie. Yes, I have seen that. Right. Um, so there are competitions and things like that. And in you know the crossword puzzle nerd community, it is not seen as like necessarily the gold standard, but it's the most widespread um, popular crossword in the u.s that i know of i mean what what is the gold standard is there um there there are other ones out there but i don't do those um so i don't i've just sort of been on the periphery of it so every day i do the new york times crossword i don't finish i do them all on my ipad um you can get a subscription on your ipad through itunes that is separate from the new york times newspaper subscription and i think it comes down it's like 35 or 40 dollars a year is it a separate app yeah it's a separate app that's just about entering the crosswords in and um i always finish every day but not always without error and that's one thing you had to get over once you decide i'm going to start doing the new york times crossword puzzle every day you realize you're not you're yes you're playing against the puzzle but you're also playing against yourself Mm. and you come up with your own little rules for yourself which is okay if i look this up i actually have to read the Wikipedia page about the thing, so I know what this thing is. So I'm learning about oh, it. So it's like a self, you self improve. Well, that way you. So next time you might uh, get get it right, and that's part of it is that there's this mm. common language uh, about sort of crossword ease, as it's called, where um, similar clues are going to show up all the time, uh, just because of the high vowel concentration. Uh, things like that so you'll know that oh this is this has to be this answer because it has lots of good vowels and so you get into the range of okay of what looks right that it could fit here like you're not gonna have like if you put a j in you're very cautious like yeah "Mm, there's a j but you don't know if they're trying to just pull a pangram which is another crossword thing which is i don't know what that is what is a pangram it has at least one of every letter the word, the the phrase. No, the the puzzle itself. Oh, the puzzle itself. And th- is that every, that's not every week? No, no, no. But every that's day. sometimes like puzzle makers will try to pull that stuff off. Okay. Do you do you feel like when you're playing playing doing the New York Times crossword puzzle, do you feel like you catch the specific New York Times? I guess it would be like an editorial or like a puzzle master vibe from it. Whereas if you were played something from like. You know, the Wall Street Journal or, or whatever, they probably don't have one. <laughs> I don't know. But I, I haven't done a diverse set of puzzles. Mm-hmm. So besides like the U.S. Airways one at the back of the magazine or whatever. Um, so I do certainly know the New York Times uh, conventions. Mm-hmm. But I think those are largely um, across the U.S. are somewhat conventional, which are there's a progression of days of the week. So a Monday puzzle is... Whoa the easiest and the saturday puzzle is the hardest uh the sunday puzzle is probably a uh wednesday or friday maybe even a thursday but bigger 
um, physically and, bigger, like right, a more. larger grid. And Thursdays are Cookie Day, where always every Thursday. Yeah, every Thursday there's going to be some theme that involves um, not just like related words, but some sort of meta thing in the puzzle. It could be a rebus, which in case you didn't know is multiple letters filling a single square. What? Yeah. Is that allowed? Yes, that's allowed. Sometimes it could be a clue is like literally like climbing a ladder. Like the clue is going up now and it doesn't make sense. Sometimes like clues are intermingled. So like you'll have to move the last four letters from this row down a row and the other four letters up a row. But it doesn't make any sense until you figured out the theme. So those are Thursdays. So do do the... Forgive my ignorance. Yeah. The when you do like shifting things and ladder succubus, arebus, like do you do the words still succubus. Re- <laughs> do the words still ring reach for, like when you read them on the grid after you've done the shifting of letters, do you still have real words or are they just like garbled goop? Sometimes they're garbledly goop, but it makes sense with the theme that they are garbledly goop. Oh, that's fascinating. Right. So which is your favorite day to play? Um, I can, I don't know if I have a favorite. You just sort of know what's coming those days. Um, Mondays have- are super easy um, for me now because I've been doing it for a while. How long um, is a while? Years. Like a decade? Long. No, not a decade. Um, I guess I, I, no, I mean, I did start them. I would do the Washington Post puzzle in high school, but I would never finish it. Um. But I'd say it's probably, yeah, now that my kid is what she is. Yeah, I've got an eight-year-old. Yeah, maybe a decade is closer to the range. But um, Mondays, I try to set different challenges, which are, okay, Mondays I have to do, try to solve only the downs or only the crosses. Whoa. Right? To make it a little more challenging. Um so do you have like, and you'll finish these in the morning, like you're just like eating. Yeah, sometimes Cat and I do them together. Uh, specific, mostly the Sunday ones. Like we'll sit and drink coffee and work on the Sunday puzzle and um, try the. Is that is that co-op or is that yeah, it's co-op. parallel? Co-op. Oh, fun. Um, the earlier in the week ones are harder to do just because they're so much easier, and it's uh, a mechanical problem of getting to type the the letters in quick enough or being able to scan the clues. The Sunday ones are big enough that we can each kind of have some brain processing space. So you, but like when you get to a Monday, you yeah. can just fill it out. Like you just start and then in 10 minutes later you have filled out the thing. Uh, 10 minutes is, high, is a high Monday time. Whoa, whoa. Uh, I, uh, Monday times and uh, you, you'll, I'm not competitive by any means. Does your app track yeah, time? Yeah, it traps, tracks time. Oh, so a Monday is typically for me like two to three minutes. What? Yeah. How many questions are you answering? I'm not sure what the grid size is. I'm not that much of a nerd. But I mean, is it? Do you just give me like less than fifty by fifty, more than fifty by fifty? Uh, I can't even visualize it. But yeah, so we'll put that um, in the show notes. And then after I finish, or you know, sometimes I'll get down to the end and I'll either have an error, and rather than like search through the puzzle and and try to find it. I'll be like, just just search and tell me what's wrong. And that invalidates your streak scores and all that stuff. Oh, so it does some tr- numbers tracking for you. Right. But then it's just like, oh, that's where the error was. And you correct it. I read a blog, which is Rex Parker does the New York, Time, New York Times crossword puzzle. 
This is where I get the hints of the other puzzles. I mean, mm-hmm. basically, it's like crossword puzzle nerd snark about the puzzle you just did that day. Whether he thought the fill was good or was garbage fill. What is the uh, the fill where you have tough spots and it's just kind of like whatever. no. The fill is known as so they've done the theme and the long long clues, but then and then they fill in the rest with letters. Uh, okay. They call that the fill, and it's where it's like really you put like ugly fruit in there. Like come on. What's the answer to ugly fruit? No, there, but like that just has a lot of vowels uh, or like weird vowels. This is a fascinating world. Do you feel like you are? You, do you feel like you're playing? I know you said you're playing against yourself and some like metrics that you've set personally. But do you ever? Do you feel like you're against the like shadowy crossword editor and you're like you this time guy like that is, like you just said with ugly fruit like and you're like right. this guy. Um. I will feel good if I get mad at the same things Rex Parker gets mad at. Okay, yeah, yeah. Where it's like, yeah, that didn't make sense. <laughs> You're right. Like that was a that was bad cluing. Do you have um, like a a perfect week? Does that happen often? Where you successfully complete the whole? Week? No, I'm. I will finish them all, but a week where I don't make any errors. As I said, like if I spent like a lot of time and went. I'm not gonna get this finished. Like until I find the error, I could probably do it, but I don't want to do it that way. That time spent, I'll just say, oh, I filled that out. I'm unsure on these clues. Like you get into permutations where you've got like four or five squares left in the grid on a Friday or a Saturday, and you like don't know. Right. You have like you've got all the crosses. Like you have no idea, and you're like, I'll put an E here and an (laughs) S here, and and then it'll tell you, nope, you have a mistake somewhere. And I'm like, okay, I can either spend my next half an hour putting in every right. permutation <laughs> of realistic letters, or I can just hit the button and yeah. learn what I missed and go on with the day. And that's what I do. Man, I have one more question, I think. Yeah. Unless you think I missed, I have a lot of blind spots in this thing. Is there something that I missed? I don't know. Hmm. Do you, like... Well, maybe two more questions. I have a lot. This is a, I'm very interested in this. Do you, once you write them in, like, like part of the thing in my mind of playing crosswords is like doing them with a pen. It's like next level. Is, do you, do you have erase buttons in the, in the app? Like, can you back out what you put in? You were, you can back out what you put in and I'm much easier on the screen because I can do that. Um, and when I'm doing it with cat, it actually has a pencil mode, Ooh. which makes it, it's just a way to signal to another person like i'm not 100 percent sure about this clue i'm just putting it in to see how it looks because i'm also kind of visual about it right so what you'll do is all right this could be this but only if this is this over here and so let me just kind of like um you know you can even do this in like a sudoku where you like go down one path and see if it works and then right come right back and so that's what you do and and honestly like if you're doing a paper one in pen, like like on the aforementioned airplanes, um, you just cross it out and write it in. When you when you guys play together, are you looking at one iOS device, or is it like a cope? Like no, a... we're looking at one my okay. one iPad. So it's not some sort of crazy. It's sitting in between us, and one of us is that's typically adorable. driving. Oh, like that's less adorable. In my mind, you're like cuddled up on the couch with warm cups of coffee. But driving's cool too. That's fun. No, I mean like one person is like 
controlling where the, oh, the, high, the cursor is on the screen. You said a thing that I didn't understand. Right. I not, not in a car. <laughs> car. Like, all right, we're gonna we gotta do the crossword puzzle. Get in the car, kids. I don't know. Maybe you like Sunday drives. We'd like to go for a drive, and we add on the little benefit of doing the crossword in the car. Maybe you should try it. I don't know. Sounds fun. Yeah. All right. So, where um, can people find show notes for this episode, Ross? This is a wonderful question. Uh, you can find show notes for this episode at samandrosslightthings.com slash. I'm going to guess that it will be it will be Zurich. Dash shoes dash NYT dash crossword dash puzzle at Sam and Ross like things.com and click on the one that's about sho- yeah, <laughs> shoes yeah. and crosswords. Yeah, that'll that'll be easier probably. It'll be at the top. All right, um, Sam, where can we find you on on? Places? You can find me uh, at Mr. Beefy on Twitter, and I am at Ross Catro. That's R O S S C A T R O W. That's Twitter. Ross Catro. Yeah, Ross Catro on the Twitter. All right, see you guys in a fortnight. Bye.